you want more time, money, freedom, and have a business that's not reliant on you, then you're in the right place. Each week, Mark Creedon, along with some of the very best business minds in the world, will take you through simple, practical steps you can take to create the business you always wanted. From his own practical experience, Mark will show you how to work less, make more, and get the business you always wanted, the one that you deserve. Now here's your host, one of Australia's most sought-after business coaches, Mark Creedon. Welcome back to the latest edition of the Mastermind for Business podcast. I'm Mark Creedon, your host. If you are in sales or you've got people in your business in sales and you're either finding that your conversion rate isn't what you'd like it to be, their conversion rate isn't what you'd like it to be, or, or, you know, or sales are just, frankly, just too damn hard right now, then congratulations, you're in the right spot because in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about a six-step sales process that's going to make conversions really simple. And I'm going to talk to you about another concept of what, what you need to do to identify what your true product is once you get that sorted out. You're going to find sales come so much easier. Let's get underway. So I was having a conversation with Michael Yardney the other day, and he used this term called commission breath. And it sounds a bit disgusting, doesn't it? But the, the concept is that if somebody is relying on you know, the sale to you for their commission and they really need it, then they come across as really needing it, right? They come across as quite desperate. And when they come across as desperate, you can kind of smell their commission breath. It does sound disgusting. But in lots of ways, it's a good saying because I think that you know, we've all kind of been in the position where we have felt like we're being sold at. And I don't think anybody likes that. And and in the current kind of competitive business market, I think people like it even less. They know that they they don't have to talk to salespeople. They can order things online. There's other ways that they, they can go about buying your product or service. So what we want to do is remove that commission breath concept. We, we want to create a nice, simple process. I first learned this from Taki Moore a number of years ago. He calls it the six magic pills. I call it the six magic steps. But what it is is a six-step process that you can take your prospects through to get them to the point where saying yes becomes super simple. And I'm going to take you through that in just a second. But before we do that, I think there's a really important kind of precursor. And that precursor is really about understanding what your product actually is, what it is that you sell. So if you're, if you're an accountant, you, you don't sell accounting. Nobody wants to buy an accounting. A great example I always use of this is if you're a mortgage broker, Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, oh, you know, it's a beautiful day outside. I think I might go and get myself a 30-year mortgage around my neck for a million dollars. Nobody does that. But they might wake up in the morning and go, do you know what? I'm in a position now where I'd like to be able to buy the home of my dreams or I'd like to buy an investment property. I'd like to create a legacy for my children or my grandchildren. So they do that. So what you've got to think about is what is the transformation or the outcome that your product or service brings to your clients. Get crystal clear on that. It's going to be make it much easier to implement these six-step sales process that I'm going to talk to you about, all the six magic steps. An example I always use is, if I'm presenting this from stage, is the concept of Baskin-Robbins. Right? Shout out to Baskin-Robbins, great ice cream. What do Baskin-Robbins sell? And if I ask that from the stage, most people will sort of say, oh, they sell ice cream. And in fact, that's not what they sell. And let's just 
pull that apart a little bit and think about what it is that Baskin Robbins sells. Because if we can get that right, you'll be able to pick those principles up and, and use them to identify the true product or service in your business. The reality is nobody buys ice cream, you know, as far as I can tell, for its nutritional value. It's not packed with, with vitamins and minerals. So we don't buy ice cream or gelato or whatever it might be for, for that. But, but there's probably two times that we do buy ice cream. And it's really when, when we're celebrating. So we've had a night out with friends. We've had a great night. We stop in and we get, get some ice cream on the way home. Or kind of we're feeling a little bit low. And we want to commiserate our, our, our sad feelings. And we want to cheer ourselves up by buying some ice cream. And the story I always tell from stages, I remember when my daughter was a teenager and, you know, she'd sort of had a boyfriend. She'd break up with a boyfriend. She'd come in and she'd go, oh, Dad, I've broken up. I'm like, great. Let's go to Baskin Robbins. We're going to buy some ice cream. Because she was feeling sad and needed cheering up. I was probably wanting to celebrate because I probably didn't like the guy anyway. And so we would go to Baskin Robbins and we'd have ice cream. And it was that. It was that nice mix of commiseration and celebration. Understanding what your product does, what's the outcome. So we go back to the examples before. If you're an accountant, you're not selling accounting services, but you're selling the ability for people to retain more of their income, to pay less tax, to not get caught by a tax audit, to not have to worry. You're selling them peace of mind, freedom, options, ability. As a mortgage broker, you're not selling them a mortgage. I, I drove past this billboard the other day and there was a new business and it was called, you know, whatever it might have been, you know, Kay's Mortgages. And I just thought, wow, you know, if I had a, if I had a, a, a broking business, I would never call it, you know, Mark's Mortgages because what are you going to do? Go, excuse me, would you, would you like to buy a mortgage? Here's what, we've got a special offer for you. You can borrow some money and you can pay interest and you can have this thing around your neck for the next 30 years. Would you like one? No one's going to say yes to that. Instead, if we looked at what mortgage brokers do, which is actually sell people options, the ability to buy their dream home, the ability to create legacy. I've got a good mate, Mark Beats, that runs Barton's Motor Company, and Mark always says, we don't sell cars, we sell dreams, right? We sell lifestyle opportunities. So if we can look at what is the transformation that your product brings, what's the outcome that you bring? So step number one, before we get in, probably seven step process, before we get into the six magic steps, the precursor, or so you know, step zero, if you like, the first step you need to do is to think about what is the outcome that my product or service brings about? And I reckon that is where you need to start. Once you've got clarity on that, we can move on to the six-step process. So, by the way, before we get stuck into the six-step process, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you're out going for a run, a jog, a walk, you're at the gym, maybe get ready to take some notes on your phone. If you're at home or in the office, make some notes, grab your pen, paper, whatever tool you. If you're driving, please just listen and we'll pick up. You can listen to it again when you get the opportunity to actually take some notes. Because what's important here is not just the six steps, but the order that they go in. And in fact, the order is probably as, as important, if not more so than the six steps themselves. Let's have a look at what those six steps are. Step number one is to understand what is the problem that your client, that your prospect has. So there's an old concept that if you can articulate the problem that somebody has better than they can, more concisely and succinctly than they can, they will subconsciously and automatically attribute you with having the solution. So if you can say to somebody, okay, so it sounds to me like this is the problem you've got, 
and you and they if they can go yeah like you've just nailed it they're going to go okay this person like they've just nailed my problem they must know the solution they must have the solution available to them so now you've already piqued their interest right their ears are picked up they're ready to go they're going well like if you know what the problem is you've got to know what the solution is because you could you you put it even better than i did so number one is to understand what their problem is and to be able to go back to them with the problem. So if you're having a sales conversation, remember sales conversations should follow the 80-20 rule, right? 80% listening, 20% speaking. If you're out of whack on that, you need to review your process. Nobody likes to be sold at by somebody that doesn't know when to shut up. So number one, understand what their problem is and be able to articulate that back to them. Hey, great to spend the time chatting. Um, Just let me get some clarity on this. As I understand it, this is the problem that you've got. And and you want what you want to do is get complete clarity on that. So number one is the problem. Step number two is the prescription, and the prescription is really this: it's right. If that's the problem, it sounds to me like this is what you need, right? We go back to we go back to accounting. Okay, so the problem is that you think you're paying too much tax. So what you really need is someone who can you know pull apart all of your income, pull apart all of your financials. And have a look at ways that we can create, you know, more effective structures for you or, or legally minimise your tax, right? Tax minimisation, absolutely legal. Tax evasion, not legal. So we're talking about simply minimising your tax. So again, you've understood what the problem is. Now you need to go to the prescription because if if you can show them that you understand the problem is and that you've got a prescription and that you understand what it is that they need, the next step, they're just going to, they're going to wait for that because the next step is your promise. So the concept goes like this. Look, you got this issue. I understand you're paying too much tax. What you really need is an assessment of all of your income, an assessment of, of what it is that you're claiming, and, and a complete understanding of how we can best use the provisions of the Income Tax Act in order to get you the most the most legal deductions that you can possibly get and get you to pay the minimum amount of tax that you legally can. Guess what? That's exactly what our tax minimization program does. So now you've gone into your promise, right? So it's problem, prescription, promise. The promise is this is what we can do. Don't go into the logistics, right? Don't go into the details. Oh, okay, so here's what we can do. Uh, we, We can book an appointment for an hour and we can sit down and we can go through all the process with you and we can work with Nobody wants to hear that yet. They just want to know that you've got the solution, not how you're going to get about the solution. That's part of the next three steps in this process. So step number one, you've already identified what their problem is and, and you know that anyway because you've done the precursor step, right? You've looked at what's the problem that your product or service solves. So now we're talking about how we're closing the sale off. We're closing the sale off by using this six-step process. We're saying, okay, so from all the conversation we've had, I understand this is your problem. So what you're really looking for is something that does this, right? That's the prescription. Guess what? That's exactly what our program does. That's exactly what our product does, our service does. Not how. Don't get bogged into the logistics. So it's problem, prescription, promise. Step number four is the model. What's the model that you use? So again, if we use that accounting example, it would be, okay, so I understand you need to minimize your tax, not an issue. What you really want is something that's going to do a complete review of that. Our you know, small business tax assessment package actually does that. And, and the way we do that is by having a, a, an overarching 
a holistic look at all of your income, all of your expenses, and working out how we can create better outcomes for you. So now here we're just talking about a model, right? So step number four is model. Step number five is the logistics. And it's really important that we get these in the right order because if we go into logistics first, and that's a mistake that I see most salespeople make, by the way, is they go into logistics first. If you go into logistics, you're going to get bogged in it. People get caught in, oh, hang on a second, I just, I don't understand. We're going to have one meeting or two meetings or is it 10 minutes or 15 minutes or an hour, you know, whatever, right? So if they have a clear picture that you understand their problem, you understand what they need, and you've got a solution, and there's a model, the process that you use to do that, then you can talk about the logistics. So what will happen is we'll sit down, we'll have our initial conversation, we'll then get our tax experts to run their eye over everything that you're currently doing. We'll look at last year's tax return. You know, like we go through the logistics. Once you've finished at that point, if you've done it right, if you've got it in the right order, they are now ready to buy. And why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they be ready to buy? Because you have shown them, you understand their problem, you understand what it is they're looking for, you've got a solution, you've got a simple model around it, and there's real clarity around the logistics. The last thing left in that six-step process then is simply the price, right? Problem, prescription promise, model, logistics and price. If you follow that six-step sales process, by the time you get to the price, you're going to be in a position where it's it's a bit of a no-brainer for them. They've already made their decision in the vast majority of cases. They will already have made their decision as to whether they're going to buy this product or service from you. That is how you avoid commission breath. That is how you stop from it feeling like you're really desperate. So if you're in sales or you're running a sales team and you want to improve your conversions, you want to get rid of the commission breath, there's that kind of seven-step process, I guess. It, the first thing is to identify what is the real outcome or the transformation that your product or service brings. In other words, what's your true product? What are you really selling? Get absolutely crystal clear on what, on what it is that you're really selling. The second thing is to go through that six-step sales process. That's how you get to the close. And then there's a, there's a final there's a final really important component that I want to share with you in just a second. But remember the six-step sales process is really simple. It's what's the problem they've got? What's the prescription that you, that, you, that you think that they need? What's the promise you can make? What's the model you work under? What are the logistics of how it happens? And finally, here's the price. The really important component, and I see this all the time, is that by the time you get to price, they're probably ready to buy. And what a lot of inexperienced or or people or salespeople who have kind of just fallen off the wagon a little bit. They might have been experienced, but they've stopped following the process. What they then do is they keep selling. So, you know, look, we've gone through this tax thing. Here's the price. It's going to cost you, you know, $5,000, whatever it might be. But, you know, what you'll find is it's really useful and we've we've helped 350 other people and we've saved $200,000 in tax for people over the last one. They just go into this big, long, this big, long sales process of building authority. All of that building of authority has to happen at the beginning. It's at the very beginning of a conversation where you're telling people about what what the product or service is, what it does, what it truly does, and, and why it is that you're good at it because you've been doing it for 25 years or because you've got three degrees or whatever it might be. You don't want to be building that authority at the end. The authority needs to be built before you get to the close. So just keep in mind, the six-step sales process we're talking about is really about how you close a sale 
all of the conversations that happened before are around what's their issue, what's the future, what's the gap that, that exists between those two. So when I'm talking to clients about or prospects about joining a mastermind program, I always ask them the question, where would you like to be in 12 months' time? Where are you now? So I can see there's a big gap here. It is the process then of filling that gap, showing them how you're going to bridge the gap by what is it. That's when you explain what it is your product or service does, what the outcome is, what the transformation is, and what authority you have. You know, again, you've been doing it for whatever number of years or, you know, you work across three continents or whatever your particular authority, point of authority, you're, you know, published author, whatever your particular authority might be, that's the time you bring the authority point out. Then we move into the six-step sales process. We go through that problem, prescription, promise, model, logistics, and price. Now, the, the final the final sealing of the deal comes in what you say next. Once you've given the price, what you say next is vitally important. And what you say next is almost nothing, right? This is the opportunity to say, great, I've done all the talking for the last couple of minutes, so I've given you everything I think that I need to give you. What would you like to do next? Where to from here? What's the next step? And so, it, and, and at that point in time, you then stay quiet because what you want to do is give them the opportunity to process it. They need to ruminate on it. Now, some people need to ruminate, ruminate on it for a long time. Some people will take it away and think about it overnight. Some people just need, you know, a few minutes to, to collate those six steps you've just taken them through and for them to equate the price that you've given them to all the value that you've built up, right? You've built value, what you've done in that six-step sales process and the authority that you've given previously in the conversation is you've built value. They now need to do an equation between the price and the value. And they can't do that if you're talking to them or we're still talking at them. I was listening to a sales guy just last week and and he, he kind of followed the process really. Like he built the authority, he, he understood the, the problem, he, he, he virtually followed the six-step sales process. But after he gave the price, he then started rebuilding authority. He then started rebuilding value and he didn't give them the opportunity to, to in their mind, equate the value with the price and put the two together, which makes the yes super simple. If they equate the value they, with the price, it makes the yes super simple because they go, that makes sense to me. Like this person's got a solution to my problem. They understand my problem. It makes sense. There's a really clear model. There's simple logistics. There's great value. They've got all the authority in the world. Now when the price comes into it, it's kind of pretty straightforward, right? So if you want to increase your conversion rates, I think there's kind of three things you need to do. Number one, Get super clear on what the product or service is that you, that you provide. What's the end product? What's the transformation? What's the outcome of them doing business with you? Number two, follow the six-step sales process. Number three, don't have commission breath. Stop. Give them the opportunity to, to make the connection between price and value. And the way they're going to make the connection between price and value is by you shutting up and saying nothing. Right? You don't have to keep talking. You've probably seen it happen where people talk themselves into or talk someone else into and then straight back out of a sale. It's because they haven't been quiet at the right point in time. These are really simple sales techniques that will help you to close the deal. It'll help you to increase your conversion rate. But more importantly, it gives you structure. 
So with our mastermind group this morning, we were talking about how do you stop yourself getting you know, away from overwhelm and we were chatting about one of the ways of getting out of overwhelm or stop yourself being distracted or you know, finding a shiny toy object running down a rabbit hole is to have structure. It's exactly the same thing in sales. The more structure that you have, the better your conversion rate is going to be because it stops being massive amount of work and just starts being kind of pretty simple and straightforward. So when I'm running a sales call for clients into our mastermind program, I actually have this, this little map out in front of me all the time. I understand where they, where they are right now. I understand where they want to be. I understand what's going to stop them getting there. I build the authority with our experience. And then I close the deal, close the sale with the six magic steps. If you follow that process, you're going to find yourself higher conversions. But I think more importantly than higher conversions, I reckon there's two really more important things. One, it's going to be less pressure on you. It's going to feel less like you're selling, right? You, you, you know, you rinse with Listerine. You don't have that commission breath anymore. You're going to feel less like you're selling. And more importantly, your prospects are going to feel less like they're being sold too. These are the sort of things that we teach our clients in our mastermind program all the time. If you'd like to, if you're in a service business, maybe you're a professional in private practice, if you'd like to know how these sorts of things can help you to build a business which is no longer reliant on you, which is exactly what we do for our clients, metropolemastermind.com.au, we'd love to have a chat, love to help you. Until we chat to you next time in the Mastermind for Business podcast, it's been great chatting on Mark Creedon. Talk soon. Thanks for joining us on the Mastermind for Business podcast. If you're ready to have a business that you're not a slave to, check out metropolemastermind.com.au or have a chat with Mark and the team at all the W's, see what's possible dot today.